This episode is sponsored by nobody. It's sponsored by whoever wants to. Let me know. Reach out to that email address, garrettbellich15 at gmail.com. Promote your company. Promote your family. Promote your friends. Promote your significant other. What, what Birthdays, gender reveals. We could do the cameo or we could do a podcast. Whatever you need. Whatever you need, I will promote for you at a fair price just reach my email it is garrettbellage15 at gmail.com pizza shops flower shops hospitals veterinarians whoever needs sponsorship you can find a good source of it right here it is september 20th 9 48 p.m it is late as fuck people but we do not care we are here every week for you to give you the report from the bay side uh, first day of fall is Saturday, 9-23. Get your boots, hats, scarves, Starbucks mobile app. Get your pumpkin spice bullshit, all the pumpkin spice that your heart can fucking handle. Get it in your veins while you can. Halloween costumes. Have you thought about your Halloween costume yet? You got about a month and 11 days to do so. Sexy fish, slutty dog. You could do anything. You just have to make it sexy or slutty. You could be a, a fucking beer bottle. You could be a sexy beer bottle. You could be a slutty elephant. You could be a sexy computer. I don't know. A, a slutty building. I mean, you could be a lot of things. Don't limit yourself when you think of your Halloween costume this year. And we are here to give you the Mush Gambling Report update. It has been exactly what i've been telling you people don't bet these picks they're fucking garbage they're not i am the grandmaster mush and this is our test theory that we're running throughout the whole football season so so far two weeks in we're two and six overall so if you bet the opposite you're six and two keep doing so you'll probably end up on top another one and three week bama minus 32 and a half against usf nowhere near covering that they won 17 to three, but man, it was ugly. There was a rain delay. I was in the building. So the mush factor, like I said on the last episode, was heightened a hundred times. Bama kind of sucks, not looking too good. Next one, this one hurts. So we're gonna get this one over with real quick and move on. Pitt versus, Pitt versus West Virginia over 50 and a half. And 17 to six, I believe was the final. Pitt lost. Yeah, 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 it is what it is. Eagles minus seven. What a bad beat. They won by six. So if you had the six, you pushed. If you had the seven, that fucking sucks. Dolphins minus two and a half. Bing, bing, bing. Good win. And then I live bet Dolphins money line and Buccaneers live plus two and a half against the Bears. But those don't count because they're live bets. We won't count that towards the total of the mush gambling running tally. So like we said, we're two and six so far for the year. Week three action. We got a lot on the plate. But first, here's a message from FedEx. Hello, thank you for calling FedEx. This is Hark Sheik, and here are the week 30 picks. Thank you, Hark Sheik. Here are our week three picks. We got 49ers, minus 10 and a half. I forget who the fuck they're playing, but it, I saw it earlier. It looked like a fucking lock. Colorado, plus 19 and a half against Oregon. I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't see Oregon hanging up three touchdowns. On this Colorado team, I know there is a lot of hype around this Colorado team, but 
but I think they'll cover 19 and a half, or they might not. I might mush the fuck out of it, as we've seen in two weeks past. Indianapolis plus eight versus Baltimore. I like that, but once again, they could get blown out by 50. One more pick. Well, this is actually a bonus pick combined. You could do both, or you could do one. Ole Miss plus 11 and a half versus Alabama. I, like I said, I was in the building. That Alabama team sucks. Maybe I was the mush. This is the ultimate test if Alabama doesn't, or if Ole Miss doesn't cover plus 11 and a half. I'm also throwing in money line. I am also throwing in money line on that. I think they might be able to win straight up. That's what I'm thinking. Like I said, if you saw that Alabama team, it was like watching my high school team. And they went 2-8 and eight, like every fucking year. So yeah, this is the test. If Ole Miss does not cover 11 and a half, we know I'm a mush. We know I'm a mush. It's plain and simple, everybody. Wow, that was exciting. That was very exciting. Football has been great, but guess what? We have more. We have more news for you. We haven't done a news update in a while, so here's a news update. The fighter jet. There was a U.S. Armed Forces fighter jet where the pilot ejected for... I don't think anyone really knows why. Still, I think some some miscalculations or something happened. He abandoned the jet, and this motherfucking jet was just flying around doing all kinds of tricks and maneuvers on autopilot. The jet eventually crashed in, I believe, South Carolina. Streamer Aiden Ross claims, claims he will have Kim Jong-un on his stream. That would be fucking electric. The Biden administration has advised against it. Armeni and Azerbaijan are at war. I think the war is starting. Maybe go look into that more. Worldwide unrest. The Wawa Snack Go Wraps are here in Florida. The Wawa Snack Go Wraps are here in Florida. Some of them are trash. The queso, the cheese, and there's one other one. It's like a, it's just jalapenos. It's just cheese and jalapenos in a queso in a quesadilla wrap. It's two dollars, but this is some shit I would make when I was in high school in my college apartment when I had didn't have two pennies to fucking rub together. You know that's a college meal, but. It's just a mouthful of fucking jalapenos. You're going to be shitting the next morning a lot. And the cheese one, it's just cheese melted on top of cheese. But guess what? I'm not going to talk all the shit on them because they do the buffalo chicken, the honey hot chicken, and the bacon chicken wrap. Wawa, snack, go wrap. So if you live near Wawa, you have that option. One more. Ukraine and Zelensky, he's ungrateful, demanding Poland. Holy crap, I'm sorry, y'all. I need a breath for a second. He's mad at Poland over grain. Um, He's just been a little ungrateful after all the help he's received from his buddies in NATO. So hey, Zelensky, why don't you have a little more respect and be grateful for what you've gotten so far? Because if not, you'd be fucking occupied by Russia by now. Thank you for listening to the news report. Holy shit. That's how, I mean, I'm telling you, y'all, what podcast has energy like this? What podcast brings the fucking heat at Wednesday at 10 p.m. after working a nine-hour shift in an office, lifting weights, coming home? I already did a video review, took care of the cat, did some chores, and we're here for you. The goal is to just never quit. Just never quit. Keep, keep going. Keep going. I have... My sleep schedule's been bad. I sleep like... 
six, five and a half to six a night, then I'll try and snag a little half hour nap here and there along the way. But we're here grinding for y'all. So yeah, the Alabama-USF game, what a shit show. It rained. It was great before the rain. That settled in. Alabama just looks bad, but we've told you that a hundred times. So we're going to move on. Denver Tent City Bars. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Probably not. The homeless are evolving, folks. The homeless are evolving and how can they not? They've been, I, I think 10 cities have been around. I think they've been probably around for a while, I would say, in the homeless, you know, atmosphere of existence, home, the homeless history. But they got to make money. They got to be entrepreneurs, you know. So what did they do in Denver? One of the bigger tent city populations in the United States. They put an open-air bar with prostitution tents for rent on the street, on the sidewalk. It blocked the whole sidewalk off. People had to walk on the street to get around it. And they did call the cops and get it shut down. But, I mean, let's be honest, man. It was pretty, pretty impressive. I was very impressed by the creativeness and the, the hard, you know, the hardworking spirit you know, they had a bunch of bottles. I think there was like four tents for rent, you know, for a charge. They might start building second story tent. You know, they're going to figure out how to go up. Once, here's the issue. Once the homeless figure out how to build vertically, tent, tent, vertical tent cities, things, things are going to get a little hectic, but at least we'll have more sidewalk space. You know, they're going to, they're going to take advantage of that vertical space. The homeless, uh, <clears throat> there was another one in LA. This dude had a full ass tent house. You know, he had a, he had a tent for a bedroom, but it connected to his tent living room, which connected to his tent kitchen. You know, he had a whole ass kitchen table and he had laid down hardwood, you know, a plank, of hardwood floor in this damn tent kitchen in Los Angeles. You know, some of these homeless people are really figuring this shit out. Obviously, you're secure. You know, I don't know if it has a tent security system. I don't know if he got an ADT sign in the leaning against the front of the tent. Maybe he's a gun, too. I mean, that would work as well. But that's the only thing I'd be worried about if I was that guy. You know, you can't have. They need a security force in these tent cities. You know, who's going to need tent police to go around and make sure that, you know, the upper class homeless people living in these tent homes. They got they gotta start, you know, it's gonna just think about it. I'm I'm not as much as I'm fucking around, I'm kinda not. Twenty years from now, twenty years from now, how much further are these tent cities going to evolve? Gardens, you know, they might get gardens, they might open up a tent grocery, a, a tent convenience store. I mean, you already had a bar, why not have a tent convenience store? A tent pizza shop, you know, a tent weed dispensary. <laughs> Depending on the, most of the most of the states that these tent cities are in are in you know states that have that access, so you would not be too far off. You would not. Bobert, anyone hear about Bobert? That that lady, she was getting a little touchy feely in the Beetlejuice theater show. 
I mean, what what a what a play to get handsy handsy feely to. You know, that's uh <laughs> a, a a couple that passed away in a car wreck and going back to haunt. They're going back to haunt uh you know the people that moved into the home. They must uh you know that Bobert and her, her dude must really get off to that kind of stuff. You know, maybe they maybe they're into that goosebump stuff. Here's the thing about politicians, and I think I, t- I briefly touched on this in the last episode, how I mentioned I couldn't be a politician. I just couldn't be based on this, most likely. It would be so, you know, people really dig deep. So they it just takes you to Google my name, and you're going to see 200 videos and 50 podcasts of who the fuck knows, just a, a bunch of random stuff week after week. So if I was a politician, I'd be pretty paranoid. You know, it's like... It's like if you're a drug dealer, you're paranoid. You can't you can't go out and fucking, you know, advertise what you're doing. You know, you got to be low key. You got to stick stick to your guns. You know, be low key. But she, you know, as a politician, same way. Anytime you're in public, you got to assume. And there was cameras on, or you got to assume you got someone watching you. Someone has eyes on you and is monitoring you. Because there's always opposition trying to get to where you are, Bobert. And I think they succeeded because I don't know how you recover from that. I haven't really read up on it and I'm using my work computer here for audio. I'm not going to Google that on, on there. We'll just look that up another time, but be better Bobert. If you get a second chance, I hope it's good. The little Caesars, is it the Pizzola? I'll be honest. I've never had little Caesars folks. That might be a, that might be the next YouTube video. I think it's the Pizzola. They got this calzone combination. The that calzone. Sorry, it's the calzone. It looks like a. I mean, the the first you, the first Google uh, question comes up is why why does the little Caesar's calzone scare me? So yeah, it is a little like it's just. It is a weird. It's like a it's like a cross. It's folded at four sides, and then they just dump sauce in the middle. So I'm sure it's not, <laughs> I'm sure it's sloppy as fuck and could be gross. But Little Caesars Havers, tell me, what what is it like? Let me know. Send that to my email, garrettbellage15 at gmail.com. Let me know how Little Caesars is. But I, yeah, Calzone, let me actually get my, my calendar here. Try Calzone, Calzone review. Because it looks fucking good. You know, I haven't had pizza. I had it last Saturday, but before that, I haven't had it in months. Months, you know, obviously Pittsburgh up north. I was blessed with amazing pizza all around, all within a stone's throw. But down here, it's just been, you know, mainly Mexican chicken, rice. Really changes your uh, your diet, you know. So pumpkin spice season is here too. Now we're just, this is kind of a food podcast. I think we're going to just be talking a lot of food here. The, yeah, the pumpkin, I mean, you could pumpkin spice a lot of things. They, they pumpkin spice Cheerios. They pumpkin spice the Wendy's Frosty, which I'm going to review tomorrow. Ice cream's an easy one. I like, I like pumpkin pie. I, and that's really it. You know, I'm not, I think I had a pumpkin spice Starbucks years ago you know years ago or maybe a pumpkin spice duncan i just don't think that shit's good to to be personally honest i'm not a fan of the pumpkin spice flavor but a a good piece of pumpkin pie 
fuck yeah, any day of the week. That's the real shit. That's the authentic pumpkin experience. I don't know when this pumpkin spice craze started. When did the, when was pumpkin spice invented? That's a good Google question. When did pumpkin spice become popular? Yes, yes, it's already there. Because we need to know. 2003, the drink was tested in 2000. So Starbucks started the pumpkin spice craze. It was all Starbucks. The signs all point back to that evil green logo in Seattle, Washington. 2003, 100 stores tested it. By 04, it was all over the U.S. And now it is a staple. I didn't think it was around that long ago. I feel like it really got popular in like 2014, 2015. I think that's obviously social media made that, made that shit blow up pretty fast so we'll we'll see how the wendy's frosty is like wendy's is the best fast food restaurant around i don't think you could really debate that and i mean you could say five guys is better but i mean when we're talking like the big the big guns like mcdonald's burger king arby's wendy's you know wendy's is always quality quality wise price yeah they're i mean but the price is worth it little more expensive than mcdonald's don't get me wrong i love a good fucking mcdonald's double cheeseburger that's that's a good fucking cheeseburger but you really that that really hits your arteries hard like you really feel that burger after but the wendy's burger you don't really you know it feel you feel a little cleaner you know it is grease. there's a lot of grease on the wendy's burger very greasy burger but you feel a little cleaner and they're always fucking piping hot when you get a wendy's burger it's always on fire McDonald's, it's like not, it's a nice warm, but like the Wendy's burger, you open that wrapper up half the time and it's, you know, there's smoke coming off the, off the burger. That's how hot, that's how hot off the press it is. So yeah, shout out to Wendy's. My, uh, Wendy's has been like the official fast food sponsor of my family forever. Like my grandfather, that was the thing in my hometown, you know, all the, all the, um, all the retired folk gentlemen, you know, that, uh, put their 40, 50 years in. They just head down to Wendy's, the local Wendy's in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, get their coffee, get their burgers and whatnot, and just bullshit. You know, there'd be a group of like 10 of them. That was like the, that was, it's like the gentleman's club in our hometown was the Wendy's. You know, you don't need the, you don't need to go anywhere else. That's a simple life right there. You know, that's why Wendy's is just, it's, it's, it feels like home, you know, it feels like family. It's nice in there. You go to McDonald's, you might get a little ratchet. Burger King, fucking forget about it. I've had, I think I've had Burger King. How many times have I had Burger King in my life? I could totally honestly fucking tell you I've probably had Burger King maybe seven to ten times in my lifetime. Maybe even less. Maybe even less. How many times have I had Starbucks in my lifetime? That's a question you have to ask yourself. That's a good question to ask yourself. I'd say maybe 10 to 20, actually. Yeah, I'd say a solid 10 to 20 times I've had Starbucks. I'm guilty. I, you know, I'm guilty. Dunkin', Dunkin' too. I used to rip Dunkin'. Dunkin' has some good fucking food, though. You know, you got a little more of that, uh, you know, you get the egg, bacon, cheese wraps for, for dirt cheap from Dunkin'. That's where Starbucks tried to get in that in that food app, but the food at Starbucks, oh, it's horrible. I, I got a, 
I got an egg McMuffin. Some, you know, they try and vegan it up and whatnot, and put, you know, it was it was like this nasty piece of ham and this like gross egg that was probably sitting in there for two hours. And they pull it out of a fucking yeah, they pull it out of a little viewable viewing section. You know, they have the food on display. That's where they get it. that's where they get it from. And Duncan, no, that shit's right out of the fucking oven. You know. Right out of the toaster oven. Fresh and hot and ready. Starbucks, get your fucking food game up. It is horrible. Uh, what else, everyone? The dangers of football games. NFL, I guess just going to NFL games. Not su- I mean, it depends what city you're in. I just remember fifth grade, I went to my first Steeler game. I saw... I saw a dude getting carried out by his shirt. I thought he was dead. I thought the motherfucker was... I was like, Dad, is he... He's dead. And my dad's like, nah, nah, he's fine. He's fine. He'll be good. He just... He's, he said he's he's a little hot. You know, it's a little hot in, in Heinz Field. I saw a fight. The fights is what fucks me up. You know, why? Why? You know, I know it's alcohol-driven in the stands. There, You know, some verbal banter is fine. It's fine. It's it's the spirit. You have to be like the players on the field against each other. You know, you could talk shit at each other. You have to understand. It's part of the game. You're at a football game. You know, it should never come to, to blows. It should never come to punches. I just, it, it's just hard to, it's hard to watch that shit because I think about that six, seven, eight-year-old watching that. I was that kid seeing a shit like that. It kind of will fuck that kid up a little bit, obviously. He'll put some dirt on his shoulder, you know. And he'll he'll learn a little early how those how the NFL games get down. But N- the NFL has a white trash component, super white trash component to it that I'm just not. It really uh, sometimes it kind of just turns me away from the from the league. You know, I'm all at college sports are always going to triumph. Professional, you know, basketball of course, college basketball is number one. College football of course is has been higher than me. Than the NFL, I think, you know, I, I would I would go back and forth as a kid, but the past ten years, college, absolutely, college, college is greater than NFL. So yeah, I mean, like when you go to a college game, it has more. Yeah, like the ones that are fucking acting up are just drunk eighteen-year-old kids that are just pa- they just pass out. You know, some of them will probably fight and throw hands, but most of the ones that are causing issues at the college games are just. Honestly, kids falling asleep. I've been there, you know, in pit. Just fall asleep in your chair. That's the worst thing you're going to do, and you'll get carried out or whatever. Or maybe you fall. You know, you're just falling asleep, falling down. That's all That's all thrown up. You know, that's all you're doing. But, the, yeah, like these NFL fans are just, you know, they're 40-year-old men that work in a fucking factory. They were pissed off. They took their jobs. They took their jobs. They're ready to fucking fight, dude. They're in the union. They're in an electrical union. Maybe they're plumbers, carpenters. They just want to beat your fucking face in. So that's what the NFL needs to class up a little bit. You know, it has a little, uh, just too much white trash. Clean up the white trash. Talking to all you white trash out there. Get a little class here when you go to a football game. There's kids watching you. You want to be a good role model for those kids? Then do it. Be a good role model for those kids. How about some Greek music? Greek music alert. Greek music alert. This is just kind of a running 
part of the show, the Bayside Report, that I love. You know, this is kind of the, this is just kind of where we breathe together. Deep breath in, deep breath out. It's Wednesday, it's 10, 11 p.m. My favorite weatherman is on Spectrum Bay News 9 as we speak. Great news channel if you have Spectrum. Suggest you check out that local channel. I'm going to Vegas in a week. A week time. My best friend Piggly Wiggly is getting married. Shout out to Piggly Wiggly. His uh, bachelor slash combined bachelorette party. Should be a good time. Oh, there's cyber attacks going on out there, though. There's COVID outbreaks, apparently. Apparently, COVID is making its way back into the mainstream. So, we'll see how these Vegas trips go. But we will vlog the Vegas trip from start to finish, the airport, taking off to landing, and the whole experience. It should be a good one. You have to start paying for Twitter slash X. Well, X. Start paying for X soon. I just saw that before I hit record on this, so I don't have much intel other than that. Other than we probably have to pay for that shit sometime soon. So... But, I mean, X is the best social media. That's my that's my main news source. Twitter, I mean, X. X is the best. Instagram's ass. Threads was around for five days. That, that was, uh, everyone saw that one out pretty fast. And LinkedIn, you know how we feel about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the scum of the earth. But I have to use it now. Because, you know, it also has opportunities on it. But we still have the burner. The burner is still in the fray. Making uh, good connections with all those folk out there. And... Opa! So, yeah. Oh, the Bayside Report, everyone. We're here 46 episodes in. We had our year last week. Crazy to think. Creative inspiration is everywhere, folks. And that's something I've, uh, you know, I, uh, I've i been hitting a little wall creatively on the daily YouTube trying to figure out where to take it. There was an incident with a video about the Whitaker family that I had to delete. They're the inbred family from West Virginia. So I think YouTube was a little mad at me about that and took me out of the shelving uh, algorithm for a little bit. But we're making our way back. But we're, yeah. Creative inspiration is everywhere. I was just fucking walking around Aldi today, getting my standard groceries, and boom, there's a box of pumpkin spice Cheerios. I said, what the fuck? I'm going to buy these and make a review. Boom, the video has been posted two hours ago. It already has over 1,000 views on YouTube. So you never know. But that's just, uh, I don't know, something I've noticed. I need to get out there more and just see what the fuck's around me. Let it inspire me. You know, you never know what you'll run into. And what will inspire you. Because it's everywhere. Back on food. Can we talk more food? I'm addicted to these fucking protein bars from Aldi. There are these Oreo protein bars. Elevation Oreo protein bars. Look them up if you're not familiar. They are fucking delicious. I'm fully addicted to them. I need to find a find a way off but listen seven grams of sugar 20 grams of protein you know 250 cows they're not like horrible for you but they're good you know one in the morning one after a workout at night and it's it's fucking solid so if you've an Aldi around you you'll love them 
All right, everyone. Yeah, I think that is it for tonight. A little bit of a shorter episode. My apologies, but I'm just rambling, scrambling, and bambling right now. And I want to get to bed a little earlier tonight. Get some of those Zs. Get that REM cycle back to 100%. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Bayside Report.